there's nothing over here, just go away. Maybe a DLC in the future. Hello and welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters. <laughs> Hi, Mark! Hey! <laughs> and with us is our second co-host, Stephen H. Garcia. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hello. How are you doing this morning? Fantastic. How are oh, you? Did you have a McGriddle? <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Oh, I saw. And our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends. And as always, Ray. That's me. <laughs> Boy, we have a lot to talk about. So much. So much. So oh, let's just get right into it. Let's talk about what we're currently playing. Press start to play. So, uh, I... It was like I mentioned last time, received Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. Origins, and I've played about five percent of that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big game. It is. There's a lot, and the thing that I appreciate before each of the games starts, there's a little message of inclusion. The mm-hmm. people that worked on this game come from all faiths, mm. all sex, and they even mention sexual orientations. Although I have yet to see a lot of gay content mm-hmm. on it. Uh, have there has there been any other gay? Con- aside from Connor being hot in like there was a AC3. trans character in uh, Syndicate, uh, but it wasn't like explicitly mentioned. Hmm. You just are supposed to infer. Well, because it was it's it's a man uh-huh. like a trans man, but uh-huh. you you know it's got like a woman a feminine ish voice, but uh-huh. you know it's like a man dressed in man's clothes and giving you missions. Oh. So they don't explicitly address that it's, you know, if it's a woman dressed as a man or trans, but, you know, it's... Just kind of there. Yeah. I think that's how it is with all those games. Which is fine <laughs> with me. It doesn't need to be an issue. Right. Yeah. I think that that's kind of how they treated the trans soldier in Horizon. Yeah. Which I have yet to find, but it's in the <laughs> game somewhere. Well, so there's one part of the game, though, that I really wanted to ask you about, because mm-hmm. it's what my boyfriend... I keep waiting to play it uh-huh. until... He's around, uh-huh. but I don't know exactly how to get into it, and I don't want to play it so that he misses out on it. Right. So you're surrounded by desert, and I also have to say that for all, I've been to three cities so far, and okay. never in my life have I ever considered how the Egyptians lived. Right. <laughs> so it's so interesting to see how they do irrigation on some farms that you visit, and things uh-huh. like that, uh-huh. and so I, I love the setting. It's yeah. very interesting. Um, underwater is so clear. Mm-hmm. It's not murky. It doesn't look polluted or anything like that, as opposed to like the games in. Well, you didn't even really go underwater in um, the first Assassin's Creed. You could no. go underwater. You died if you fell in the water in the first two. Oh, <laughs> right, because right, that would happen. Well, you are wearing so many clothing, you could get bogged down. Right. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. But there, I, you can see pyramids off in the distance. And mm-hmm. I know that eventually. According to the trailers, you will go on those pyramids and like slide down them and mm-hmm. all that kind of fun stuff. There's probably some like you know alien artifact underneath or something. Oh, that would be so much fun. <laughs> but there, you're surrounded by desert. Of course, you're right. in Egypt. So I know that there's one part where you get lost in the desert and you start hallucinating. And I think that you earned a badge for that. Did you not? Maybe it was like a I don't locust. Remember. It was like a badge of locusts or something. Hmm. Or. Did you get lost in the desert, though? Um, no, but I, I've i only played, like, the first, like, handful of areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am trying to play through as a completionist for each of those areas. So if you're playing, like, the level 5 area, 
you know, I'm trying to clear everything before moving on to, like, the next level area. Oh. So there are certain... It's going to take you years to get through this game. <laughs> kind there's of. A, there's a lot. Well, there's one guy, a kid, who's a merchant, who gives you oh, a right. different mission every day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you're an experience that way. And, but, and But I think that you know how there's a lot of question marks on your map. And then mm-hmm. once you get to them, there's usually... It, there's, it's usually like a temple or something, and there's like maybe a couple items in each location that you have to get before you like quote unquote clear the area. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe I got that doing one of those question marks like that was probably far into the desert or something, and just kind of going the opposite direction of where you're supposed to go, oh. just to find the question marks. <laughs> okay, so you don't remember actually wandering in the desert? No. Okay, well that's something that I that Ryan has told me about that I'm like. I have to try and play it when he's around, uh-huh. just in case it happens. Right. <laughs> there are a few um, little areas that you can go to to hunt vultures, uh-huh. to hunt hippos. <laughs> yes. To hunt, not just hunt, but like they're dangerous. Like yeah. I, I got my ass kicked by a vulture. Really? Because, yes, because he would stay and then swoop in, and unless your timing is good, or uh-huh. like I was using a sword, but I do have a spear, uh-huh. and it just occurred to me right now. I was like, oh, if I had switched the spear then maybe he wouldn't have hit me so often. Uh-huh. I did get him eventually, uh-huh. but... Anyway. Yeah, and the hippos will attack you, like, if you're, like, 20 feet away from them, they'll, like, charge you. Yeah, people Which think... I think is kind of real. Well, yeah, it is. People think they're so cute, but they're aggressive. Yeah. And they're they're messy shitters. Do I they... read something that, like, hippos in Africa cause more deaths than, like, crocodiles and lions combined. Pro- they I do. Wow. I, another reason not to go to Africa. Right. Do they wiggle their ears and blow bubbles? <laughs> <laughs> Hungry, think, hungry hippos. That's right. Oh, that's like at the that's Disneyland ride. Quote. Yeah. <laughs> that is a Disney quote. I haven't seen it yet, but I will keep an eye out for it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Adam, I know you're also playing Assassin's Creed. I am, although I put it aside because I, you know, I sort of played all the brand new games I got last time just to get a little taste of everything, and now I'm sort of like focusing on one game at a time. Right. So what are you really playing? So first I finished South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to compare it to the first one. Okay. Because I had also have talked about that first game on this podcast. Um, it's almost identical as far as the map. Uh, I, I think it is probably more fun gameplay-wise, the battles are a little more um, interesting because of the tactic-style grid layout versus just a straight turn-based. But I have to say, after completing it, I felt like the first one was a little more innovative. Mm. Like, there were a lot of really memorable levels or dungeons in the first one, like Mr. Slave's ass, or the alien UFO. Or the abortion clinic. Right. (laughs) But but in this game, it's like, oh, the police station, or Raisins, or, you know, Token's house. So it's like, you know, it's maybe not as, as clever in the setting as the first one. Plus, one of the most memorable moments of the first game are going to Canada and having it turn into this, like, 16-bit game. Right. And... When you go to Canada in this one, basically there's the giant wall there now. And they're saying, you like, you know, oh, it's really cool back here, but you can't come. You know, you can't come in. And, like, you know, if you stay there long enough, they'll, like, sort of recycle the insults. But one of them's like, you know, oh, there's nothing over here. Just go away. Maybe a DLC in the future. <laughs> nice. So, you know, it's funny. And, of course, the game is funny because it's written by the guys. You know, the, it's actually written by them. Mm-hmm. But I, it just didn't have the innovation that the first game had. And the first game also had the novelty of 
you know, oh, I feel like I'm actually playing an episode of South Park. Right. And so that novelty isn't quite there at this one because we've already done that, mm-hmm. you know. And so there wasn't maybe enough to sort of make me put it above the first one. But I'd say it's, you know, if you like the first one, you'll like this one too. Cool. Uh, the second game I finished was Horizon Zero Dawn, which I have been playing for a long time. Yes. Um, Probably less time than me, though, and I still have not finished that game. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do any story spoilers because Ray is obviously still. I not really, I really just need to like suck it up and do it. You know, you kind of do. And, <laughs> and here's a couple. Here's a couple words of advice after having finished it that might help you decide what to do. Side quests are, there's a lot of them. If you complete a a string of side quests, the character that gives you the side quest will help you in the final battle. So that is a motivation to decide whether or not you're going to finish these side quests. Um, especially the ones with like the hunt club or that woman who sort of like talks to you like, oh, like we're the, you know, we're the women of the hunt club and you know, like everyone else thinks, you know, like disregards us, but then we're actually the badasses that end up killing all the terrible beasts. So like she's there and then there's like, you know, there's a couple characters that like, you know, give you these strings and it's really fun to see them again at at the end. Um, so I didn't finish all of the side quests. There were a couple that I left, um, the other thing I'm going to say is that there is a spike in difficulty at the end. You know, there's some <laughs> tough beasts to kill throughout the game, but, like, there are waves of beasts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, um, so there's there's a side quest that you can do once you hit level 25 that you can get this, like, armor mm-hmm. from this under, like, cave thing. But in order to get... To the armor, you have to go to, like, four different places on the map to get a piece to open the door to get to the armor. Correct, which I didn't do. I have three of those four pieces. Wow. And in order to get the fourth one, I have to go find it. And I looked up where it was online. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just have to find it, because I feel like if I do that, I might have a little bit more of an advantage going mm-hmm. into the major thing. I haven't finished any of those side quests that you were talking about, uh-huh. so I'm going to have to go back and look into those, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the one nice thing about the game, though, is it does level the all of your side quests. So, like, a level 15 quest is obviously going to be easier than a level 20. Yeah. So you can, you know, and if you are a level 20 character, a level 15 quest isn't going to be that hard for yeah, you. Yeah, no. So, so they do scale it well. All which gives is, you which gives you a chance to decide how to tackle them. All I know is where I am right now, I like put on my focus and there's about 20 beasts between where I am and where I need to be. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't want to f- and like four of them are flying and uh-huh. I hate Oh, those. the flying ones cuz you can't the hide from them. Hawks. <laughs> They're the worst. They shoot you with the ice and you like unless you're like an expert bow and arrow person like uh-huh. it takes me a million times to try <laughs> to shoot them right. oh like like you steven it's so well hard. so what else what else are you currently playing though what did you well and the one the one last thing i'll say about horizon is that it um the story is worth it so if you put in the time to finish it you know the, the to me it has the best story of a game that i played this year does it set up a sequel uh there's a dlc the winter wilds which comes out i think Actually, this month. Yeah, I think it comes out in like a week or two. It it comes out December 2nd, I want to say. Which I'm not going to play right away because it's not my game. I have to give it back to my (laughs) friend that (laughs) lent it to me. Um, But I might borrow it back when he's done with it and then go back and play it. The the last game I'm going to talk about, which is the one I'm currently, currently playing, is (laughs) Shadow of War, which I went back to. 
That's so, the sequel to Shadow, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Okay. Correct. So the one thing I want to mention about this now is the first chunk of the game is very similar to Shadow of War, where you know you're like attacking orcs and you know blah 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 blah. Um, what happens after you get you kind of clear this first part is it, this whole new function of the game happens. It starts like an act two, and it literally says like act two when you get to that point, where changes from just being like a straight up you know hack and slash game to a tower defense game oh yeah so but it's fascinating because you have to this is when you get the power again to control the orcs Mm. and have them fight for you so you have to then you know sort of turn these enemy captains into your allies Mm. and then each area has a fortress that eventually when you get enough power you can attack the enemy fortress and as you get more followers, you know, you can unlock um, abilities for them. Like, oh, you know, this one is a beast rider, so he commands, like, you know, an army of beast riding orcs. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and there's, like, three different options for each, like, mm-hmm. person that you put. I've only unlocked three spaces. I think you can get an up, up to six, depending on your level. And then versus the, the defending fortress, which has their own defenses, but you can, you know, go through and do missions to undermine their defenses before taking on the actual siege do these so, games sorry do these games only have humans and orcs or do they feature like elves and dwarves, dwarves and... yeah there are other i haven't seen any dwarves yet Gollum is a character um there are elves yes um one of your because you play like as two characters and one of them is a ghost of an like a, the spirit of an elf oh yes that's right and the other one is a human ranger who's dead they call him the grave walker <laughs> hmm. um so this, I've just sort of gotten to this element of the game recently, uh, but I'm, I'm so excited about it because it's, it's sort of put a whole new element of strategy into mm-hmm. how you play. And so I think it's, it's a really good way to show how a sequel can distinguish itself from a previous game while still main, kind of being the same and mm-hmm. adding a whole new element that adds a different level of challenge. Just like... The fractured but whole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's all. That's okay. what I'm currently playing. That's a lot. It is. <laughs> Are you doing anything else with your with your life? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was very close to the end of Horizon, so I didn't have to spend a lot of time doing that. Okay. But I, I was just like, you know, I just need to pull the trigger and fucking finish this game. Yeah. Right. I, <laughs> I am going to finish it. I've never actually finished a full game before. <laughs> Do so it, girl. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to finish Horizon. I was so excited about this game when it came out. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I just like... But, like, the reason as, I don't finish games is because they get hard yeah. at the end, and, and I just get frustrated, so I just stop playing. Quitter. Yeah. I am. It's so bad. I'm going to finish this game. All right. Well, but but so, I think, as you've seen already, the story, every time you get to a big story chunk, you're like, oh, my God, oh my this God. is so bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, instead of telling us what you're not currently playing, <laughs> tell us what you are currently playing. I'm still playing football right now. Yeah, great. Oh, I am um, currently, my team is undefeated, and every time I play a game, at the end, when I'm, like, up 55. Three, they're like, can we start talking about an undefeated season? I'm like, technically we're in playoffs, so yes, you can start talking about an undefeated <laughs> nice. season. Um, I'm like, the next game I play is going to be the Super Bowl, which I'm obviously going to win, and then they're going to be like, oh, look, they went undefeated all season, and then I'm going to start my next season after I like go through the whole football draft, and mm-hmm. I have to like, it's weird. I don't know if it's like a glitch or what's going on, but throughout this season, they have you 
negotiate your contract with players whose contracts are coming up. Mm-hmm. And every time I negotiate with them, I give them exactly what they want, like exactly what they're asking for, and they're like, I have declined your negotiation. And I'm like... Uh- and then at one point, I gave the guy like $2 million more than he asked for, and he declined it. And I'm like, what is going on here? Well, usually when you negotiate, you try to give them less than what they're asking for. I know, but like everyone was declining. Well, maybe they want so you to I learn trying, how to negotiate. Well, I was trying to see if like, what if I give you more money? What if I give you less money? It doesn't matter what I give them. Oh. Like, it, they always decline it. So I'm oh. like, I don't know. Are they like, you're too overqualified. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, I have two questions for you. I have two answers for you. What team are you playing? So when I signed up, um, it just did like a randomizer. Uh-huh. So I'm currently the New York Giants. Okay. Oh. And the second question is, are the LA teams in this one? They are. They are. <laughs> so I want to say the Rams are. Okay. But the Chargers are not. Okay. The Chargers are still San Diego, probably. That's a DLC. Yes. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I'm playing 16. Okay. 18 is out now. Oh, okay. But I did get 17. We went to GameStop, and we were flipping through, and I got NFL 17, NBA 2K, and MLB The Show, because I was on a sports team kick. Right. <laughs> um, but I wanted to finish playing, like, the season that I'm playing now. Yeah, when the Super Bowl. Before I put the 17 in. <laughs> So, yeah. The one thing I don't, and I mentioned it last time, but it still bothers me a lot, is the fact that I can't make my own player. Right. Yeah. Like, it's the first football game I've ever played that I can't make my own player. And I mentioned it last time, and it still bugs me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of player would you make? One that looked exactly like me, but in male form. I was going to say. So, exactly like me without boobs. <laughs> Do you think, you know, what's that movie where the girl pretends to be a guy and she joins the football team? I don't know. The cover has she's has two football helmets over her her boobies. That sounds like a very feminist movie. Uh, I think it's early. I think it's early nineties, but that would be interesting just, if they allowed that. I just remember the Disney movie about the 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 donkey, the, oh. the mule that joins the football team. <laughs> See, oh my god! The only <laughs> she's the kicker. The only she kicks movie the ball to the end zone every time. I can think about that you might be talking about is. Um, She's the man? Yeah, the that's The man it. binds. That's yeah. soccer. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Ladybugs with Jonathan that's the, Brandis. the other football. Uh, it's the other football, yes, but it's soccer. That's why I was very confused. I'm gonna, wait, I'm going to find this out. I'll, okay. okay. I'll come back with it. But yeah, so <laughs> that's what I'm currently playing. I'm going to go in the Super Bowl, and then I'm going to put Horizon back in, and I'm going to finish it. Work. So hopefully by next episode... I will have finished Horizon Zero Dawn. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Or at least, you know, made steps <laughs> into finishing it. Nice. Well, I have no service, so no answer is going to be forthcoming. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. What are you playing, Steven? Steven? Um, so I'm playing the new Pokemon Ultra Moon. Oh, yeah, that just came out. That came out the same day as Star Wars. Okay, you have to explain this to me. How was Ultra Moon different from Moon? It's like a different timeline. It's moonier. Yeah, it's more ultra movie. It's way more ultra. Way more movie. It's There's so more ultra. Can we start saying ultra instead of extra? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> totally. Let's do that. Uh, so the the story in this one, it's like a different timeline. So things happen in different ways. So um, like right off the bat, I was playing it and like, wait, that happened differently. And then like you got your Pokemon your first ones differently. Mm-hmm. And then there's like new teams arriving on the islands. But does progress in the one 
affect the other game. No, well. it's like a whole other game. Totally separate. Because like when you get, uh, I found out that when you get like halfway through the game, it's like a whole another oh like deal. And uh, at some point, you could like fight and unlock every legendary they've made, like in the whole Ooh. series. Ooh. So That's all the fun. birds, all the dogs, all the weird whale things. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're all in there, and and you too. Oh wow! So it's gonna be crazy. Um, I and I started off uh, with this like special edition rock ruff. It's like a little puppy one, uh-huh. and it, it evolves into like a werewolf thing, but it's the special one that was in the anime. Oh, oh, that's cool. So that one's cool. Um, and then like okay, wait, one more question. So are all the Pokemon from Moon in Ultra Moon? Yes. Plus a whole bunch of extra. Plus a hundred more, and then the all the legendaries and then all the other random stuff. Okay. And you there's know, like a new battle system too. As a kid, when they were like 150 new Pokemon, I'd be like, "That's so many Pokemon!" Now I'm like, "Only a <laughs> hundred? <laughs> well, there's a hundred regular ones, and then there's like this like island scanner that you could like scan the island, and there's like hidden ones in every island. Oh, that's cool. So hmm. there's like four islands, and then there's like a new wormhole that you go through to like another dimension. Do you have to take time to eat? <laughs> well, it's on a DS, so you could do that while you eat. No, no, I mean your character. No. 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 No, he yeah. eats and sleeps when your DS is off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not looking, he's like... <laughs> I always wondered what happened to the characters when we're not playing. Are they standing around waiting? <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes. taking a nap? <laughs> uh, what's cool, too, is like th- since that game came out, they had that outfit for Pokemon Go. Like the trainer outfits in that oh, game. okay. You could yeah. get them in Go. Um, so that's crossing over. Mm-hmm. That's nice. smart. Yeah. I heard, since we're on this topic, Ryan told me that in the new Pokemon movie, mm-hmm. that Pikachu actually speaks. For like a second. Is that it? Yeah. Besides saying Pika. Yeah. Or like, Chew. Like, <laughs> or Pikachu. Or Pikachu. Well, spoiler in the movie, like, they're both about to die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and like, in that moment, like, Ash understood him. Oh. So everyone's like, oh, cute. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine he, the one word he says? He just looks at him and goes, fuck. <laughs> He's like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> but, You've tortured me for years. Yeah. But speaking of that movie, that movie's super cute. There's a couple moments where I'm like about to cry. Is it on Netflix? No, it was in a theater. Oh. It, it was only in a theater for two days one week and two days another week. And then that was it. It was like a special mm. event. Give and it, like, a couple months, I'll be on It's going to be on D- Disney XP next month for, like, oh, okay. a day or two mm-hmm. or something. Uh, they gave out uh, special edition cards that go with the uh, Ultra Moon. So they get a Pikachu with a hat. Mm. And like then, you catch in Pokemon Go? Yeah, but it's, like, the hat that he wears in the, the, new, the movie. Is it Mario as Pikachu? Is it <laughs> No. When he puts on the hat. They don't do that. They don't do that They don't there? do Mario oh, okay. crap. <laughs> There's no, I love crossovers, but that's not going to happen. There's a store in Pokemon where you go buy stuff for your trainer, and then in the corner you can see like a Mario outfit. <laughs> but it's like a full size, regular size Mario outfit, so it looks really funky. Um, that's um, cool. Yeah, so the, and in my other game, I'm back to Injustice, and we just got Hellboy. Nice. Yeah, I want to talk about some of the other characters that they introduced. Yeah. So yeah, there's Hellboy, and then like the cool thing about that one is like when you beat the game, the ending is done in the the style of the Hellboy comic. Oh, Mike Mignola's art. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay, so <clears throat> correct that you have the season pass, and so this is why you're getting all of these yeah. extra characters. Yeah. Okay, but if you don't, then you kind of have to purchase them one by one. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and I guess the good thing about that is like you don't have to buy every character because some of them That's aren't true. that good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like this time, the most of the characters are good. Mm-hmm. So they introduced some new ones. Yeah, and uh, Adam. That's the next batch of DLCs coming soon. Mm-hmm. So it's Adam, Enchantress, and, and the all, Ninja Turtles. All four of the Ninja Turtles. But that's what we were trying to figure out because we just watched the trailer for it, and mm-hmm. it said something about how they fight as one. Yeah. So we're like, so are all four Ninja Turtles like one character that you just sort of switch between, or is th- each one like a different character? The, or The way I'm thinking about it is like you use your character power, um, and that swaps them out. Mm-hmm. Or they do like combination moves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They haven't... They haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. So well, can, more to come. <laughs> can I talk about how much I hate the Adam's costume in this DLC? Because he doesn't he doesn't look quite like the one from the from Legends of Tomorrow. Uh-huh. That's the other one. It's the one from the dumb JLA uh it's not pilot. It's uh Ray, Ryan Choi. Right, yeah, Ryan Choi. And it doesn't matter who he is, it's the look of the armor. Looks oh, like, there but, was a pilot but, for, uh, for, for that that all the base skins. Mm-hmm. Like, that all changes when you get new new gear. So, the base skin almost doesn't even matter. Oh, really? Yeah. He, Do you guys know that there was a pilot for Justice League International? With okay. with a Green Lantern who's... The, he was Kyle Rayner, but he kind of... he had the. Cost, Are you talking about this old one? It's an old the one. The old, terrible one that has right, like one with fire image and that ice, survived. Yeah. And they had a, a heavy guy playing uh, Martian Manhunter. And they just showed him in the shadows... You know, but you could still see the, you know, the belly down below. <laughs> oh, no. But they had an Adam in that as well. Uh-huh. And this armor in this DLC looks like that costume, oh. not the one. And I'm like, this looks awful. Huh. Awful. So we'll see what it we'll looks like. It looks like Legends of Tomorrow, but like cleaned up. <laughs> right. Just like well, a tight version, not I, yeah. even like armor at all. I mean, I guess I'm kind of excited that Adam, who I think is an underrated character, but just like Ant-Man... Right. You know, it's like Marvel has beaten DC to the punch with a, well, we'll get into this next. Yeah. Are there yeah. any other games that you want to talk about? Um, no, that was it. <laughs> That's it. Whoa. Well, actually, no. Uh, ah. Knew it. <laughs> Still Injustice. Okay. Um, so this week, uh, they've been doing secret missions where uh, the, the multiverse has like different worlds we could go and unlock gear. Oh. So each multiverse world has been a uh, Justice League related uh, thing. So one's like, the Batman multiverse to get the outfit from the movie. Oh, interesting. So you could get all the Justice League outfits. Oh, cool. So I have all of them except for Superman and I have half of Aquaman's ones. Nice. But uh, the Cyborg one was lame because like it was like a cool new armor, but it wasn't the movie armor. Oh. But like his gun was the movie armor. Okay. <laughs> so well, it's kind of weird. We will come back to Justice League mm-hmm. because we do have to talk about that, but... but... First, mm-hmm. there is one bit of gaming news that has sort of come out in the past week that I want to talk about. Okay. Which is the issue around Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, uh, evil EA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was something about how EA's response to... Basically, the situation is there are certain characters un- that are unlockable in this game after you play for hours and hours. And hours. Or spending hundreds or thousands of dollars to unlock them early awful there was a post from ea on reddit that became the most downvoted post of all of reddit history right oh my gosh so fans were really upset about what was their post yeah i think it was just sort of explain like explaining or responding to yeah the microtransaction issue (laughs) um so, but this is just, you know, we've brought up this issue before, but this is another specific, like, it, 
is this shitty of the game company or should we just sort of accept this like we're getting a game and all the stuff is extra? Well, even in like Assassin's Creed, when you get the, the special edition that, that I got, you get a certain number of credits within the game. Like, let's say it's 500, mm -hmm. but there's some outfits that are like 600 credits. So you still, they still want you to join a club. They right. want you to purchase extra stuff. Right. So even though you're paying 60 bucks for a game where in the past it would be all complete, mm -hmm. you know, then they start selling us the DLC, which is downloadable. And that's fine because that's extra gameplay. But now we're talking about charging us for characters, for skins, for armor and yeah. all this stuff that just is, it's ultra yeah, it's so ultra. It's yeah. so ultra. And Justice is like that too, because you get your your colors to shade your characters the way you want them. Uh -huh. But there's like special ones that you that are like five thousand crystals, but you only get like two hundred crystals when you level up. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh my god! So like you have to like buy crystals, and then that's how you unlock like Reverse Flash or, or the. It's like what they're doing is yeah. they're taking f the freemium games, uh -huh. and they're. It's like buying an app for 60 bucks and then having and then to buy it. And still having it be freemium. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's the problem, though, because, like, I don't want to go out, buy a $60 game, and then have to spend $60 to get coins or whatever to buy another. Like, I don't want to yeah. have to do that. The reason I play freemium games is because I can say, I don't need to buy this. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to play it for free. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing about a freemium game is, Oh, you know what? I'll pay five bucks for this pack of skins or something. If you really want it, then you've only spent five bucks on the game. Right. Yeah. But if you've already spent sixty bucks or a hundred bucks, if you bought the deals, you know, like the season pass right, or something, right. and then still have things out there that you have to pay extra to unlock. Yeah. It's shitty. That's what was like. I did the season pass for Injustice, and I still have to buy all the shaders. Right. <laughs> right. That's yeah. I it's think like that. that. <laughs> I think that at the end of the day, like we shouldn't have to stand by and be like. I'm gonna pay sixty dollars for a game just to pay more money in the game. I like if we're shelling out money for pre-orders or whatever and getting the game, or even paying for a season pass, mm -hmm. we should be able to access everything. I shouldn't have to spend what was it a thousand forty dollars? Yeah. To unlock these all these characters? heroes. <laughs> yeah. Or play four thousand hours. I'm sorry, that's, I work a full time job. I know. Job. To me, yeah, that's actually that's, that's criminal. To yeah, me, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's that's like extortion. <clears throat> it's really bad for mainly the first person shooter games because those are the worst when it comes to like the yeah. microtransactions. Oh, I don't even fuck that. Shooter I games? just play first person shooters like Call of like Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty like and stuff? Overwatch, oh, yeah. all, and all of them are like loot crate type things where you get like your special loot things, but you're not guaranteed what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that the, the immediate result so far for in this Star Wars example is that I do think that EA has removed them. They've kind of removed any mention of this system. Um, but it sounds like it's just a temporary thing. Maybe like as people start playing the game and kind of can get some of this stuff easier, but for the early adopters. But I, it's it's just another turning point where fans are really turning against the companies Good. that are yeah. basically forcing them, to, you know, to spend money. And, right. Um, and so I think it's a it's another opportunity for like these game companies to wake up. Yeah, when I went to go play uh, pick up Pokemon because it came out the same day as Star Wars, mm -hmm. um, the guy was like, "Oh shit, they just canceled the the stuff for Star Wars," like that, like right when I walked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that happened like the day the release of the game that they canceled yeah. the their 
crazy transaction stuff. Yeah. I feel bad for the people that, and this goes for all kinds of corporations, mm-hmm. for the people that have to defend the actions of corporations in order to keep their jobs. Right. Like I can imagine the guys at EA who were not responsible for making the decision to do these kinds of transactions. Yeah, but are but responsible having, for like the company's Twitter. Right, for fa- <laughs> or for interaction with the public, even right. face-to-face, and they have to bear the brunt of all this anger. Yeah, Customer service people out there, we applaud you. Yeah. <laughs> right. God bless you. <laughs> I get that a lot in my current job as a customer service rep at the city of Long Beach. Uh-huh. <laughs> people get mad at me for the things that the that the, our city council has voted on. Uh-huh. And it's uh-huh. especially like with ambulance bills or something. They're like, right. you're overcharging us. And I'm like, I don't have a say in this at all. Mm-hmm. all I, can I don't do set is, the rates. <laughs> right. I enforce what we put in the municipal code. Right. Yeah. You know, so. All I know is that, like you said, that they had to play like 40 hours to unlock Luke Skywalker or something. Yeah, yeah. 40 hours is a work week. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have. 40 hours is a whole game. Yeah. And then another 40 hours to unlock Darth Vader. It's like. Yeah. Where is the justice? <laughs> oh, no. This is 40 hours just online play. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't have that time. No. Not even the story mode. No. Nope. Well, listen, I know where the justice is. Because I saw it last night in the theaters. <laughs> Yay. Well, we actually have two movies to talk about. Right. So, two big superhero movies have been released since we last recorded. The first mm-hmm. one is Thor Ragnarok, which came out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The other one is Justice League, which came out last night. Um, so, what? which one should we talk about first? Should we talk about Thor? The better one? Uh, <laughs> we can talk about Thor first. Let's talk about Thor first. Okay. Let's My go in chronological order. Because I have follow-up questions to Justice League for the two of you who read okay. more DC. Yes. First of all, what did you guys think of Thor? Amazing. I thought it was, uh, oh my god, Hella. Yes. Was awesome. Was she hella cool? She was hella great. She's full on drag queen mode. Totally. This is played by Kate Blanchett. Right. And she's campy. And she looks like she's having fun. And she's, exactly. Yeah. And she's not in the movie so much that you get tired of it. She's in True. it just, there. if there's one thing about this movie, is that each character is in it just enough yeah. where you like them and their their personality quirks don't become overbearing. There's a great balance between yeah. the characters. I, I could have used more Hello because they, they definitely didn't show all the stuff that she could do. Hmm. Right. Um, they kind of, they didn't even talk about like, like, when she was in hell, like, what does hell look like? Oh, who cares? <laughs> no, it's like a big thing about her. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, that's, wow. like her, that's her thing. But even from the <laughs> beginning, the joke, he's wrapped up in a chain. Yeah. And because of the way he came down unfurled, the guy that's talking to him is sitting in his throne. And he's uh-huh. like, he's spinning slowly. And he's like, wait, hold on. And you have to wait while he spins back around. And he's like, <laughs> okay, so now go ahead. Tell me your big master plan. Yeah. It's like little moments like that are funny. In yes. a way, though... It was almost too funny in, in, in that it was such a stark contrast to the other two Thor movies. The yeah. tone was completely different. And while I appreciated the humor, mm-hmm. even that maybe could have t- been toned down a little bit. <laughs> let, me, let me give you my thoughts on the humor of the movie. Because before I had read a lot of reviews, like, it's the funniest Marvel movie ever. It's basically just a straight up comedy. And I think that I had been hyped up too much on how funny it was because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it was funny, but I wasn't laughing like I did at Bridesmaids or, you know, and like right. Trainwreck or, you know, some of these like actual comedy movies. But yeah, of course it's funny, but I didn't think it was more so than like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies were. Mm-hmm. I um, thought it was funnier than, like a little, like a little bit more funnier than Guardians. <laughs> um, but I, that doesn't mean that the, that I liked the movie any less, mm-hmm. you know, I but I thought that was something that 
I just maybe had been overhyped on how funny it was going in. I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he also looks like he's having fun. He was the Jeff Goldblumiest he's ever yes. been. They let him just do his his um uh right, you know, that that mm-hmm. whole delivery that he right. has. Just, just delayed inflections. Right. Without even necessarily the gravitas behind a lot of his other performances. It was a uh, lot like do you know Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. I know of the show, but yes. It's non sequiturs and it's all weird video tricks and all these kinds of it's very funny show but he does commercials for them sometimes Uh and i felt like his performance in this movie was like he was doing one of the commercials for them just Uh completely absurdist Um, well interestingly enough because isn't taita white taika waititi who directed the film i think he is also a collaborator with those guys oh yeah i believe well he did fly to the concords yes yeah i'm sorry i'm mixing them up yes you're correct (laughs) He, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what else you know he ends up doing. I mm-hmm. thought that the, Valkyrie, for whatever reason, has always been a, a favorite character of mine. Yeah, just because she looks so badass. Uh-huh. But I really like the way they did her in the show. She's yes. different. There's yeah. room for different interpretations, which I want to get back to with Justice League. Yeah, um, and, and I and I, she was funny. And I I mean I thought Tessa Thompson was awesome as Valkyrie. She's great. Yeah. Uh, she was super badass, mm-hmm. but you know it was. The one thing that I think we should talk about is that her character was originally meant to be bisexual. How do you know that? Her character in the comics is bisexual. Yeah. <clears throat> there was right. a, they filmed a moment between her and another woman. Mm. I think where there was, you know, like a woman leaving like, like after a night of, you know, oh. one of those things. But they eventually took it out because they, the excuse was that it didn't, you know, it didn't. Well, add to the plot or whatever but you know what it does kind of add to that character right so you know i didn't see the scene i can't say whether it adds to, or to the movie or not but you know for us queer fans who have yet to see a queer character in a marvel film you know it was even sort of, when they're written queer yeah it was sort of yeah. like a whiff but now i'm kind of just like i don't want any bias i want like full-on gay <laughs> <laughs> but we can't erase bisexuals either there yeah. is no lgbt without the b of course i am a very big advocate of bisexuals i used yes. to not be and i have like 180 so <laughs> while i do want 100 percent gay and lesbian characters i think that bi erasure is not yeah. something that we should but i feel like in advocate. movies that's just kind of like the let's just dabble in just to see if it's okay yeah. well yeah. one could also argue with how, well, no, I was going to say how much sexuality actually plays in action movies, but it does because the hero always has a love a, interest. Right. Yeah. Somebody that he's. Did you miss a love interest for Thor? Well, I think they sort of hinted at a flirtation between him and Valkyrie and Thor and Valkyrie in the comics have also like been romantically linked before. Mm. Um, but I think this is a different but Valkyrie. Kind of, well, that's the thing, too. OK, so <laughs> <laughs> Marvel nerd here. Okay, so Valkyrie, the Valkyrie in the comics that is called Valkyrie is actually uh-huh. Brunhilda, mm-hmm. who in the comics is blonde, right. hair, blue-eyed. Um, <laughs> there are, of course, and, and they talk about this in the film, there are a number of Valkyries. Right. They're like they just army. call this character Valkyrie, but they don't specifically say whether she's Brunhilda or not. Mm. Although there is a scene where they show... Um, basically this Valkyrie getting saved sort of as another Valkyrie takes like a blow met for her. Right, right. And she also said, Tessa Thompson has also said, I played that like that woman who was saving me was my lover. Oh. And the, that woman was blonde hair and blue eyed. So it's like, oh, maybe that was Brunhilde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
You know, for this movie, it doesn't really even. They did. Matter. They did the kind of the same thing when they did the ancient one in Doctor Strange. Like, here's an Asian guy, but no, it's this girl. It's my yeah. It <laughs> might yeah yeah yeah. Well, all right. So, anything else? I I the other thing I want to say about Hulk is that or Hulk about Thor is how much I loved the humor with Hulk. Yes, and oh how God. badass it's he the, was. It's the first time we got to see a Hulk have a personality as Hulk. Right, but also when they brought him back as as um, Bruce Banner. And seeing Mark Ruffalo yeah. get to play, you know, action scenes as him, uh-huh. you know. I do like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> yes. My, my favorite part is um, when Thor and Hulk are fighting, and Thor's all, hey, big guy, sounds getting real low. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah right? Starts doing a Black Widow spiel. Yeah. That was a, like a running joke. That was From a great. business standpoint, I know that she appears on the screen at one point. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, I wonder if she gets any money for even making them. I think they have to. Yeah. Or is that like a contractual thing or? No, I think if they use any footage of you, yeah. you get royalties. I don't even remember if I saw any, if I saw her in the credits. But what's funny is that you can see that on the screen and they don't have to say, oh, that's Black Widow on the screen, right. big guy. Yeah. How do you, right. But you just know. Yeah. That's how you build a universe. Well, it's yeah. the same exact footage from Age of Ultron. So yeah, they right. just recycled that. Right. So speaking of building universes. Uh-huh. How are we feeling about DC's universe? Okay, better now. Yeah, really. Hmm. Okay, so let's preface this all by by sort of addressing the reviews. Okay, which seem to be kind of overwhelmingly trashing the movie. Mm-hmm. From that perspective, I thought that the movie was way better. Than, yes. Uh, than, well, fan uh, response is better than critical response right now. Yeah, which has always been true of these DC films, um, but. It's light years better than Man of Steel or BBS. So I think from that standpoint, I enjoyed it. I, 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 it was a much better than I was expecting based on what I had heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, but was it perfect? No. But there were great moments in it. The villain is probably the worst comic book villain that's ever been on screen. He's very poorly explained. And very poorly executed. Yeah. I mean... Well, he's better than destroying Thor 1. Kieran Hines. <laughs> I didn't even know this until after the movie. Kieran Hines, who has been in a bunch of stuff. He's been in Game of Thrones. He's been, you know, he's in Rome. He's, you know, kind of a well-known character, English character actor. Mm-hmm. Did his voice. But it seems obvious that he didn't do any motion capture or anything because it seems like the character was entirely CGI generated. Yeah. There's no humanity to, or anything to who it Who is he all. on Game of Thrones? He played Mance Raider, who's the king of Beyond the Wall. Oh, oh yeah, that guy. And he guy? played Julius Caesar in Rome. Yes. Wasn't he also though in Wonder Woman? No. That's not that guy. No. Because he's also beyond the wall in Game of Thrones. Is there, are they just getting th- Game of Thrones people? <laughs> oh no! Wait, I think I'm getting two actors confused. They're both kind of older and jolly. In English. Yeah, and English. All right. Sorry. For so, that. would it be a spoiler if you said who the villain is? No. No. The His villain name? is Steppenwolf. Yes. I first came to know who Steppenwolf was because he was a free action figure. He was an action figure you could send away for Mm -hmm. with um, superpowers. And then they eventually made a widely available figure of Uh him. Is is he generally associated with the new gods and apocalypse? He's only associated with them. Okay. Um, He's like Darkseid's... Uh, uncle or something right but also executioner uh-huh. not me- meaning he doesn't execute dark side he's his right. executioner. he works for dark right <laughs> like hella and the and the executioner yeah. right which i thought was funny that he very rarely used the axe but he used guns instead yeah. in, mm-hmm. in thor which he has done in the comics too oh okay yeah i'm not yeah. i wasn't that familiar with that but yeah his yeah. big thing he like he goes out with two big guns yeah so but the thing is is that he didn't 
really looked like the Steppenwolf mm. that we know from the comics. And I know a, an artist that I follow on Facebook named Chris Bautista, who's done, um, you know, he's done a lot of comic book work. Mm-hmm. He draws the hottest ultra boy I've ever seen. <laughs> Is so ultra. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's a Legion of Superheroes guy. He had a post where he lamented that nothing in the movie looked like Jack Kirby created it, which mm-hmm. is true. Even the mother boxes, the way they right. they they flow, it looks neat. Uh-huh. But the only thing the only thing they have in common with the mother boxes that we've come to know in in the New Gods comics uh-huh. is that there's they're cubes. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's one thing I wanted to ask because. I went to a Thursday night screening, and there were a lot of fanboys in the audience. And one of the things, and I don't know this comic book lore as much as you guys. Okay. In the movie, there are three mother boxes mm-hmm. that are each, it's sort of like a Triforce type of thing that when you, you combine them all, they become an even more powerful thing. That's mm-hmm. new. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yes, so that's one thing I wanted to ask. And I assume that there are not just three of them. No, mother, in, in, of them. right, in Jack the, Kirby's like world. Yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. teleportation devices. Because when they said, like, the three mother boxes and made it this sort of, like, element of three and combined it, like, I heard, like, people in the audience be like, oh. Yeah. You know, because... You know, but pe- people kind of went with it. Yeah, they're teleportation devices. Yeah. They okay. all have they're, them. they're basically like supercomputers and teleporters. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even necessarily... Now, the, the tubes that come down... The boom tubes? They're called boom tubes. Mm-hmm. And they, they look, make a loud boom. Yeah, they looked weird. They didn't quite look the way that... In the comics, they're not, they're not um, vertical. Mm-hmm. They're horizontal. Yeah. And people come out of them like that. And mm-hmm. it's more like a... It's not like a big long beam. It's just like a bunch of swirls come out. And then mm-hmm. people walk out and then walk back in. Okay. Now, <laughs> one, one other... Okay, so we basically kind of picked up our, our complaints. What did you guys like about the movie? I, one thing that I noticed... There's, there's two things that really leap out at me. It's the first time in a movie that I've ever heard a hero say they were Jewish. Hmm. Barry, oh, yeah. Barry Allen, uh, um, Ezra Miller, you know, that I think is yes. beautiful. Um, he is Jewish in real life. Mm-hmm. And he do, he makes an offhanded comment about being a Jewish boy. I'm just a Jewish boy that, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. somebody finally said, you know, Jewish. Mm-hmm. There's... There's only a handful of he, Jewish heroes as it is. He he gave a lot. He gave a lot to that character, and mm-hmm. I don't know how much was in the writing and how much was in his portrayal. But it was a little Aspergersy. It mm-hmm. was a little bit gay, and mm-hmm. it was you know the Jewish thing too. I mean, I felt he was definitely a highlight of the film. He was. He. I but didn't he's not, care for him. <laughs> well, right, and that's what I was going to say about the differences between the books and the movie. And uh-huh. ask questions. We we don't want to leave Ray out. I know she <laughs> she hasn't seen it, but it's okay. okay. I, I'm yeah. interested. The one thing that I can contribute is I read an article um, from some feminist blog post that was super upset because the about Amazon the Amazon costumes. Costumes. Oh God! All okay, right. Yes, that is an issue. Um, we can get back to that. No, let's talk about it. Okay, now. we can talk about. Yes, it, it was an issue, but I don't think it was in the movie. It wasn't. As distracting as I was expecting it to be based have, on the pictures that I right. saw. Right, and I wouldn't have known. I honestly wouldn't have even noticed because they were moving around so much in yeah. battle that you're just watching the battle scenes. You only yeah. notice the stark differences when they're in still photos. And the thing about that is like, it wasn't even that bad, but they're, it's like, they're shinier. Yeah, well, the, and that's the one thing with Hippolyta. She had literally like shiny silver boob molds. <laughs> yeah. And that that actually kind of made me more annoyed than the like leather 
bikini yeah, armor. The, the thing about and in her, like she looked way younger in this than she did in the yeah. Wonder Woman movie. And yeah, I was like, yeah. is that the same woman? She it has is. more makeup on. Yes. You yeah. can find other pictures of her looking a lot more natural in Wonder Woman. Which is a big difference of a movie directed by a woman versus a movie directed by a man. Yeah, yeah, like she looked like she was 20 years younger and I was like, I thought she was... And that, that's maybe that's like a friend or something. And that's <laughs> what the, the article is saying is like, yeah. the, like, just focusing on the Wonder Woman part of this movie... You can notice this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can tell the difference that this was a movie directed by a man, right. whereas Wonder Woman was directed by a woman. And the that's really all I can contribute to this because but I thank, haven't seen it yet. But thank God that is in there. Well, and I guess Lois Lane and uh, Martha can't also speak. So it does pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> but they are speaking about... No, they actually talk about Lois's career. Yeah. And like, what? Yeah. 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 A woman with a career? But then the Amazons, too, of course, talk about Diana. So they're not talking about, you know, but, you know... Um, the other thing that I really liked was the score. Yes. Used the different, I mean, Danny Elfman wrote the score and of course he famously wrote Batman, the, you know, the 89. And I feel like this isn't talked about in any of the reviews because the music was great. Oh my God. When when Elfman, you'll be fine. He uses his original Batman theme. He does. And a lot of people think the Batman theme is like, no, 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 no. That's because that's what was used in the cartoons. Well, but it's now become... Right, it's now become Danny Elfman's theme is Batman's theme, and I just got fanboy hardened uh-huh. nipples when that came yeah, out. Like, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, they quoted that. They quoted the Wonder Woman theme that's new, and they quoted the Superman theme, and all of those were kind of credited in the credits as well. Yeah, I did like uh with the parts with Batman how Batman it looked like him crouching out of things and like stalking the guy, and and I wanted to say I that's the one compliment that I can attribute to Zack Snyder is I felt like that when they show Batman's world versus Wonder Woman's world versus Aquaman's world, they all had a distinct style. Mm-hmm. And and I felt like that was, you know, that was a, a nice touch. So how <clears throat> was Aquaman? Mm. Because like, this is the first time we've seen Aquaman in anything, right? I, I actually really liked it. Okay. <clears throat> Here's Dreamy for starters. Yes. Hot as hell. Aquaman's, <laughs> I, I Aquaman's even, backstory. I like, can attest to that. He is, he is an attractive man. Yes. Aquaman's backstory, I think is the worst of the backstories, but he himself as Aquaman has a lot of charisma yeah. and and takes the character a long way. They didn't really show much of his backstory. They just kind of went like, what's well, he doing right now? They was... didn't. The thing is, they didn't show any of his backstory. They talked Told, about it. Yes. And it was very convoluted because yeah. they don't even introduce who Mera is. Right. They don't. A lot of us only know Mera as Aquaman's wife. And I thought Amber Heard looked terrific as Mira. I really... And her powers underwater were awesome. I was kind of surprised that they they didn't know each other already. So, like, oh, this is the first meeting. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because we know they're going to be together in the Aquaman movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, two questions for you two. First of all, if you were to sort of create your fantasy Justice League movie, like a first movie like this, We've sort of decided that Steppenwolf is kind of a terrible villain. Mm-hmm. Who would who would you which villain would you want to see as a as a better villain to unite a Justice League? Well, I almost wish they had gone the full Monty and just did Darkseid. Yeah, <laughs> like there's there's a Justice League War animated movie that just went full Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I guess my thought was you know the original Justice League came together with Starro. Like, that could have been really... I mean, Star, the thing is, Starro does not have a personality. Right. But that would have been very interesting. I feel like that could have been an interesting invasion. Right. That's but I have from, to actually tell you that's that that's... That's more of like a Smallville episode. Well, <laughs> and it's actually a very small point, 
but the actual origin of the Justice League mm-hmm. is not Starro. Okay. That's when they first appeared in the comics together. Okay. But they actually had a sort of like a, a retcon in uh-huh. the early Justice League series uh-huh. where these seven asteroids came down from a different world okay. and landed on Earth and each of the seven heroes that were part of the original Justice League, including Batman and uh, Superman, uh-huh. they all fought one of these mm. meteors mm-hmm. and the creatures that came out of them. Mm. And uh, and then that's how they came together as a group. Mm-hmm. And they actually, in Justice League 200, which was their you know 200th issue, yeah. those meteors play a big part in the heroes okay. coming together again. Well, can, can I remember in the original Justice League cartoon, like the Starro was one of the early stories to kind of unite the team. Also. Well, it was. Well, Brave and the Bold 28, I think, is when they first came together as a team uh-huh. um, as an appearance. I never, I don't think I've ever actually read the issue, but that's not... Well, it, like I said, mm-hmm. technically that's not considered the story where they get together, yeah. but that is the first time that they're seen together. So cool. it's like splitting hairs. Okay, <laughs> my other question for you guys. Um, it's sort of obvious at this point that Ben Affleck is kind of overplaying Batman. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because I really like him. What do you want to see as the future of the Batman franchise? So I heard a rumor that I'm like all for now mm-hmm. that um, Jake Gyllenhaal has been like eyed to be the new Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And I think if he beefs up, he would be awesome. Okay. Mark, do you have a thought? I love Ben Affleck as Batman. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a slimmer Batman. <laughs> he looks top-heavy. He also looks kind of red and bloated. Bloated? No. Yeah. And I think that might be because of the rumored alcoholism, but we won't we won't speculate too much. <laughs> That's not this kind of <laughs> show. It might yeah. be the color correction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. I feel like they could have color corrected that, but like they left it in. Because yeah. he looked like when he... Sh- he looks a little sh- extra tan. Where he shaves, like then he looks all plasticky. Uh-huh. Yeah. But this really uh-huh. shows to me how Batman doesn't really fit in with the Justice League in the True. way that... In the way that Superman and Wonder Woman should be leading the team. But, but here's, here's kind of what I want to see with Batman. Because... I think they should do a Batman film that's sort of like a Batman legacy film about him passing the mantle to Dick Grayson, hopefully. Mm. We have never yet in a film seen a decent version of Robin or Nightwing. <clears throat> and and I would I think it'd be very interesting to kind of see Batman pass the mantle to Nightwing and then also bring in like Tim Drake. Maybe Red Hood would be like the mm-hmm. villain. Yeah. Well, and, that's, and sort of tie yeah. all these characters who have been part of Batman lore for so long. And that's yeah. a problem that DC has with doing their own universe. They they like for instance years ago my brother and I went to Comic-Con and Jason got a chance to talk to uh, an editor Mike Martz I think his name was. And Jason was a big Green Arrow fan. And this was, you know, years before the Arrowverse and all that stuff. And he's like, you have so many great characters. Why aren't you doing anything more? Everything We have multiple Batman and Superman books, and yet mm-hmm. we're not getting anything of other characters. And the guy, and he was very plainly just said, Superman and Batman make money. Yeah, Marvel has shown that they can make a movie out of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And people will go see it if it's well done. Mm-hmm. People yeah. will care if it's well written. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of sad that... DC is still stuck in that mindset where they can only make money with Superman and now Wonder Woman because yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman has come out looking the best out of yes. all of these movies. Well, yeah, it's because but, they hired a female director and a hot Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> and, and besides that, like, I feel like DC is just now realizing that they could do that. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have confidence now, but now they're they're now they're just stuck playing catch up. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly, yeah. and it, you can tell that they're playing catch up. Yeah. Years ago, when you know after that awful Catwoman movie came out with Holly Berry. <sighs> 
I said to one of the guys at DC that was, you know, friends of friends, I said, you know, that movie would have been 10 times better if it had been a Vixen movie. Uh-huh. And his response was like, well, no one knows who Vixen is. And I'm like, well, that's your job. Yeah. Is Tell to make the story. Right, yeah. Yeah. To make well, you failed with it. Catwoman, so right. it might have been better with the character Halle that people didn't would have, have been, expectations And they about. wouldn't even have had to change the script. Vixen <laughs> works in the beauty industry. Uh-huh. She's a model. Right. It would have made much more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like the what they're doing with Vixen, or what they did with uh, the Vixen. That's like our time in the the, the, the Arrowverse, yeah. mm-hmm. where like she's a more of a fashion designer instead of a model, right? Um, which I like that better. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that DC has so many characters, yeah. and they need to realize like my job is to tell the story. Mm-hmm. As a storyteller, yeah. my job is to tell the story. Yeah. I th- I think that they're doing a better job with the shows because yeah. they have a shit ton of characters coming out like in the next yeah. two weeks. Okay, the last thing I want to mention about Justice League, but then we really need to move on, yeah. is there is a scene at the beginning where they talk about the original Battle of Steppenwolf that has some really fun character cameos. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I think we can spoil, right? It's at the beginning of the movie. Well, unless, because they look different than how we know, yeah. I don't think they're going to be spoiled. I think we should tell people who they are. Shazam. Okay, go ahead. Shazam is one of them. Uh-huh. No, Shazam. Ha- that was Zeus. No. I thought that was Zeus, too. Yeah, because it was like, oh. they were the, the gods came down and fought. Is that right? Yeah. I thought that was Shazam. No, that's Zeus. Oh. The, uh, the others that we saw, there are a couple different Green Lanterns that Right, appear. yes. And, you know, we also have had a terrible Green Lantern movie, but right. I thought this was an exciting way to kind of put them in this universe that we know here mm-hmm. without having to make a thing about it. And then you see the ring flying off. Mm-hmm. Right, to yeah. find another... Yeah. Now... Without spoiling, there are two endings, two post-credit endings, mm-hmm. but the last one is definitely one to stay for. Yeah. That one was kind of like, so, we, so we won't spoil I'm, that. I am interested now. Yes, now <laughs> is there I'm one in. before the credits and the one after the yeah, credits? Yeah, the one before the credits is more fun and the one after the credits is sort of leading to future things. Right. And now, now I'm like, oh, I do want another Justice League movie to see this. Yeah. 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 So. Great. All right. Well, we've talked a lot. My God, I thought last week we talked, or last time we talked about a lot of stuff, but this time around, geez. <laughs> we so, had more people. Last yeah, week. let's yeah. quickly try and be very quick about this. Talk mm-hmm. about what made us level up. Okay, so Stephen, why don't you go first? I'm going to Japan. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm taking myself to Japan for my birthday. Do it, girl. Are you going by yourself? I'm going with Charlie. Oh, okay. Fine. Oh, yeah. You can fun. catch all the J- Japanese Pokemon. I know. Do I'm going to catch so many Farfetches. Do you yes. like Japanese food? Yes. Great. Catch me one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I plan on like catching like as much as I can while I'm mm-hmm. there, and then like if we ever get trading. <laughs> right? You going to Tokyo? Yeah. Yay! How fun! The, uh, we want to go to that ninja restaurant. Oh, nice. <laughs> ninja restaurant? It's one where you go to like a secret room, and you have to do like a password, and they let you in, and they take you to a, like an all-black room, and it's only lit, the table's lit. And then ninjas bring you food, like different entrees. <laughs> cute. And then the dessert is like a bonsai tree, but the bonsai tree is made out of like dessert stuff, and they cut it like it's a real tree. Nice. That's awesome. And then they like give you your beer, but it's like the beer that comes from the table, like from the bottom of the glass up. Nice. Like the like dispenses a, from the bottom. Like at the baseball game. Yeah. Like Thor Ragnarok. Wow. With his beer. Yeah. Doctor Strange. And oh. then they do like ninja magic tricks for you, and then you drink, oh, and then fun. you go, and it's like. Please go to a Japanese gay bar and tell me how it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. We already looked up. <laughs> we have this, like, long list of, like, things to do within four days in Tokyo. <laughs> good. Good, good, nice. good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, I'll go next, okay. I guess. I ordered a special bag. Mm-hmm. I don't usually 
and this isn't necessarily what made me level up, but they had these great Star Trek the Next Generation bags, mm-hmm. like messenger bags. Oh, I saw oh, those. Yeah, are those are really so great. So I got, I got science, uh-huh. of course, and I he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'll just tell you, I got one for my friend Charlie, Carlos, uh-huh. uh, Carlos, Carlos. Uh, he wanted Commander. He just kind of like uh-huh. offhandedly said, I want that for my birthday. Uh-huh. And I don't think he thought that I was serious about it, but they were half off. Uh-huh. They're like 30 bucks. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're in that season. Yep. Sales, but here's, sales, sales. here's what made me level up is that one of the shipping options was to GameStop. Oh, nice. On ThinkGeek. That's cool. And it's $2 less than having it delivered. Oh, wow. So you can And it's it in up. a secured spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So any of you who buy these ThinkGeek products not that they're not a sponsor or anything like that i don't think i've ever shopped there before but they do have cool stuff they have really cool stuff stuff they should be a sponsor yeah they should they but they'll ship to the nearest GameStop for you nice so that is really what made me level up that's cool ray do you want to go next sure i am i am like three pages away from finishing the second volume of paper girls Oh, great. Oh, yeah. So, nice. Lights got me into the comic book stores, and I'm not going to talk about her anymore. Because, <laughs> because the comic Because we already know your love done. for her. Oh, okay. I will t- You're saving it. Yeah. I will okay. talk about it when it's done. Mm-hmm. But because I'm there, like, we've gotten so many more comics. And awesome. I'm, like, really into this Paper Girl series. I buy them by volume now because, like, it's been out for so long mm-hmm. that I can't just buy issues. Yep. But it's, like, can't put down... Do you so remember who good. the writer and artists are in that? I don't, but next time I'll bring it and cool. I can shout them out. But they it's so good and I love the artwork. It's very like they have like four colors they use mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing and it's like really good and it's just like it's like edge of the seat comic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what is this? And it's really exciting. Very briefly, why are they called paper girls? Because they throw paper newspapers. They're newspaper they, delivery girls. Yeah. Oh, fun. That's a dangerous job. Well, <laughs> nowadays it, it started. I in used to be 80. a paper girl. <laughs> <laughs> it started like the very first issue started in 1988, but it's about time travel. So okay, Oof. okay. Yeah. Next, by the time exciting. you come talk this, I have the first two volumes, so I'll make sure to read them. You should and, read them. And we cool. Can discuss. Adam, what made you level up? Okay, so I'm going to talk about TV for a second. Okay. Um, I have sort of given up on the DC slate of TV shows. I removed Supergirl and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow all from my season passes. It's just oh, It just got too much. I mean, and I felt like the last season didn't quite hold me for those shows. So, you know, for, for a long time, Marvel was kicking ass in the movie front. <clears throat> DC was kicking ass on the TV front. Um, but Can I add a really fast thing about the DC? Okay. Like... This last episode of Legends of Tomorrow, uh-huh. they rescued like Helena Troy, but she didn't want to go back to her time. Uh-huh. So they dropped her off at Thanoscara, and they showed it. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was like two seconds of it. So that's uh-huh. what everyone's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. But I feel like Marvel TV now has a lot of promising things going on. And I want to talk about a couple of them. First of them is The Gifted on Fox, which oh, is an X-Men spinoff. So good. Really good. Cool. I'm really impressed with it. I think it's the best new show that I've seen so far this year. Agreed. Agreed. I love it. Very good. The other one is The Punisher, which just dropped yesterday. Mm. I watched the first episode last night. And trust me, The Punisher is one of my least favorite comic book characters. It's, you know, I'm not into the hyper violence, but 
the writing of that show really impressed me so far. Nice. The Punisher was the least interesting thing about the first episode, in my opinion. Like, they're really taking their time building these interesting side characters. Mm. So, we can talk about that more again. And the last show I want to mention, which is a (laughs) new Marvel show that comes out next week on Tuesday with Hulu, is Runaways. Yay! And this is a comic written by Brian K. Vaughn, who is one of my favorite comic writers of all time. He wrote Why the Last Man, which is another one of my favorites. Um, He's written some good stuff on X-Men, but just a great writer. Saga, whatever. So this uh, series is getting really good reviews. It's one of my favorites. It's basically about when kids find out that their parents are supervillains. What happens? So it's a super interesting premise. Um, Spike from Buffy is one of the parents, which (laughs) makes me me excited. (laughs) Because there's there's a lot of people in the cast that are really exciting. So, um, we'll talk more about that again, yeah. but I just, you know, it's making me level up. There's a lot of exciting Marvel yeah. TV. I just recently, like, reread The Runaways, the, the final uh-huh. one, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh man, the... The, the look of it looks just it, like the comic It looks book. so good. Yeah. Um, I hope, I want to see how they do the the twist. Um, mm-hmm. and I, oh, right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Is and there, the music sounds cool from the trailers, yeah. too. Yes. Is there a little devil dinosaur in it? Uh, yes. it's uh, not, no, not, no, it's a different. Di- di- yeah, it's yeah. a different dinosaur. But oh, yes. okay. Uh-huh. What was his name? Uh, no, I forget. Something Ace. Yeah, old Ace or something. We'll find out. Oh, old Lace. Old Lace. Yeah, <laughs> arsenic and old Lace. Oh, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a great twist! Yeah. All right, man. That's a lot is, of stuff. There's a lot of stuff cool happening episode. here. Well, we'll have even more to talk about next time. Right, but until then, game, game on. on.